0: Good morning, Friday, 12 May 23 independent brief. On Tuesday, Congressional leaders and President Biden left a high-stakes high stakes meeting without making progress on the debt ceiling deal, though leaders are set to meet again this Friday, today. As the U.S. government approaches its debt ceiling, there are a few things to keep in mind secretary treasury u s Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has warned that failure to raise the ceiling could result in a default on the debt, which, as mentioned in a previous brief, would have severe global consequences, settings of recession and global financial instability. <clears throat> default it's not likely, say half of the experts is possible, say the other half of the experts, is a scare tactic used to get shit done, says one hundred percent of the bears on the internet. Meaning me. Somebody asked me the other day if I was in any way associated with Owen Benjamin. I'm not. I I'm familiar with that name. I have no idea about that man's work. I'm I live in the woods in eastern Oklahoma and uh, run five businesses and two ministries. I don't I don't have time. Treasury bonds issued by the United States <clears throat> would suddenly be quite risky, and those bonds are often used as collateral to back all types of loans. It's a house of cards that would be set to fail and fail spectacularly. While it is unlikely that lawmakers would allow the situation to develop into a full-blown default if it did occur, one of the many consequences of the United States would experience is that its housing market would be rocked once again. Yay. Yay mortgage rates would rise and homeowners unable to make payments would have to foreclose. An analysis by Zillow showed that housing costs would shoot up by a whopping 22%. 22%, which is severe considering that the current housing prices are borderline unbearable for many households. The company's senior economist, Jeff Tucker, said, quote, "While we don't expect the debt ceiling default to occur, if it did, it would have unprecedented effects on the financial system. This would reduce lending and credit availability throughout the financial system. What that means for the housing market is that the cost of borrowing would rise dramatically and sales would be dropping. He said that the borrowing costs could become so high that it could send the market into a deep freeze. Well, maybe the pricing, the overpricing of real estate, you know, would end. Maybe the price of the comps would drop because a lot of people seeing the writing on the wall have been investing in real estate as a hedge against financial ruin and that has been artificially driving the price of real estate up. We'll see you know this debt ceiling bullshit the government requires loans from the federal reserve so they instituted a debt ceiling i believe in world war 1 for borrowing to fund world war 1 again hegelian dialectic thesis antithesis synthesis start a war Fund the war you win no matter which side of the war wins right and both sides owe you money So we get into this uh, Congress being authorized rather than to um, Print money coin money Right Congress can coin money rather than being able to coin money. They can borrow debt from the Federal Reserve And so this country is like 30 something, $33 trillion in debt. And these are the same assholes that issue you a credit score. They're $33 trillion in debt. With a hundred plus trillion dollars in unfunded liability. They got another $100 trillion of credit card bills coming due that they can't pay for. And they have the audacity to tell you how to live. It's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. Um, And if the Federal Reserve owns the debt of the United States of America, they own the United States of America... This big, one of the many big concerns with China is they own a significant portion of the U.S. debt, which they bought as an investment because typically speaking, the United States and Americans and the U.S. dollar have all been strong, resilient, productive, and then um, this little thing happened in Wuhan and a bunch of you friggin' Nancys out there just Bent over and took it And the politicians colluded And we shut the whole damn country down As part of a controlled demolition In order to usher in more of this communist manifesto bullshit And also depopulate a considerable percentage of the world And reduce the fertility rates All of which is Agenda 2030 trash that they are trying to push and now we're here wondering what's wrong with the economy and well there's been a lot wrong with the economy for a long time but uh, everybody was so impressed with the bread and circuses that they didn't pay attention to the man behind the curtain and uh, it's looking like that debt is coming due. A more likely scenario may actually be a breach of the debt ceiling, not a default. In other words, we just keep spending the money. Oh, but we didn't we didn't uh, authorize a debt ceiling, debt limit increase. Uh, all of it's debt, by the way. A borrower is slave to the lender. So yeah, the United States government is run by the Federal Reserve. Because the Federal Reserve is the lender, the United States is the borrower. Again, the audacity that these scumbags have. Uh, My brother Rex did an awesome Patreon video several, a couple months ago maybe, a month or two ago. He basically said, I have more money than the United States of America because I'm not 30 trillion dollars in debt. And he's absolutely correct. Remember that the next time some bureaucrat tries to boss you around. Right? It's like, hmm, hold on. Let me reach it in my pocket. What do I got in here? Anything? Yep. All luck. Precious metal. Yeah. I have more money than you do. Government. GTFO. By the way, did you see the ATF getting froggy again? Um going door to door asking people about FRTs don't answer shit don't uh I'm not a lawyer and I don't play one on YouTube don't answer shit don't admit to anything reserve your right to keep your mouth shut and reserve your right for them to get the p- off of your land unless they come back with a warrant and if they do, they can file that warrant with your attorney first. And I can make my make myself available by appointment only. Right? Now. Now. Listen here, boy. Now. A more likely scenario may actually be a breach of the debt ceiling, not a default. A recent Moody's Analytics report increased its estimated probability of a debt ceiling breach to 10%, with their chief economist, Mark Zandi, writing in the report, quote, what once seemed unmanageable now seems like a real threat, end quote. it's a friggin' shell game. Why is everybody so surprised? I'm a nobody. I'm a nobody. High school diploma, comma, barely, in eastern Oklahoma. Not rich, not famous, not a genius, my wife's IQ is 50 points higher than mine, and I'm not making that up. Uh, I can see the problems here, and these dudes that run these massive multi-billion dollar firms are like, oh my, chewing their fingernails off, oh my gosh, ah. What once seemed unimaginable unimaginable, now seems like a real threat. No, you were playing fast and loose the whole time and you were ignoring the threat because there was a shit ton of money to be made for you. And now that the system's drying up, now that the, the teats are getting old and wrinkly, they're not young and pert and full and just, you know, nice and perky. You're like, hmm. I guess, uh, what once seemed unimaginable, now seems like a real threat. While they might not lose their jobs, as in previous government shutdown, federal employees and contractors could see delayed paychecks. And I'll tell you, I there's a part of me that wants to be like, yeah, F those guys. There's another part of me that knows a lot of those guys and girls. And it's like, I, a workman is worth their hire. It's Torah, I want you to, you do good work, you get good pay, right, you do work, you get paid, that's the agreement, that's the fundamental agreement between an employer and an employee, I also think, just being perfectly honest, um, shit's about to get super weird economically, geopolitically, down at the border, the next Marburg V virus literally released in Africa and Sudan out of that bio lab. Uh, economic collapse. Jedburg teams destroying infrastructure and coordinated attacks here in the United States of America. Um, there's all kinds of stuff going on. It's about to get weird. Dude, if you're a good human being and you work for the government, it might be time to stop. And find another line of work now there's also something to be said about being inside of the system to be able to report on what the system is doing to be able to extract information and capital and network and and push back against the idiocracy that is the system so yeah being embedded It's good being networked. It's good. I don't know how much time we have. I I want it to be. I want this what's coming to be a blip on the radar. I don't want to spin people up. I don't want to make people angry. I don't want to unnecessarily uh, increase your blood pressure. No fear-mongering, no doomer porn here, we're American, not Canadian. I want things to go well for us and for y'all. I want to hang out with my grandkids that don't exist yet. I want to grow these businesses and help as many people with the ministries as possible. And so hopefully short term, we got this blip on our radar right here. Potentially, this thing could go long. And if it does go long, you don't want to be inside of the system that's collapsing. You don't want to be inside of the... Do we even go there? made it happen or let it happen. You don't want to be inside of the building as it's collapsing. (sighs) The states that have more federal workers would be hit the hardest if lawmakers fail to avoid a breach It's predicted that Florida, Ohio, and Pennsylvania would each lose hundreds of thousands of jobs if a debt ceiling breach lasted several months. According to Moody's analytics, if the breach was prolonged, California could lose more than 800,000 jobs. Texas could lose more than 500,000 jobs, and so forth. In short, even if a breach occurs instead of a default, that could still have a very significant reverberating impact. Another concerning indicator for a breach in particular is that the financial markets do not seem to be reacting to this information. Historically speaking, the longer it takes for the markets to react, the more likely it is that the lawmakers also will not act in time, which only increases the probability of such an issue. Self-fulfilling turd circle in the drain in the toilet bowl. Again, the ceiling must be raised or suspended by June. So whatever consequences may unfurl, they're expected to begin in a matter of three weeks. Now, here's the thing. We run our nation on debt, and a debtor is a slave to their debt. Bruh, at some point, you gotta cut up the credit cards. We can continue to complain about the Federal Reserve System and the Council on Foreign Relations and the 300 and Skull and Bones and the Illuminati. What do they all have in common, man? They all. Bankers. People of influence. Right? Like, how much influence, Barrett? Like, they're on Epstein's lists that were released and nobody did anything about it. That kind of influence those people. So how do you take power away from them? You stop playing their stupid games. You undermine their legitimacy. Their legitimacy comes from their ability to fund the government. Stop. If just like a business... If you can't run the business on the revenue that's coming in, you don't need to go take a loan to sustain the business. You need to fix your OPEX, your operating expenses. So decrease what you're spending or increase what you're earning. In the case of the government, the government doesn't, produce anything they just take it from the people which is why as more and more commitments are made to people by these scumbags in congress and these presidential assholes year after year after year after year year, your taxes get higher and higher and higher and higher and higher in order to be able to fulfill the promises that some piece of shit politician made to a constituency that's not you that's theft dude and when that doesn't work they print more money so that the Fed can bail out the government. So why is it that the Fed can print, and they don't even print anymore. They tap tap on a keyboard, punch some more numbers into the computer. Why is it that the Federal Reserve can issue more money? But if I whip out the old HP desk jet and print a few $100 bills, that's counterfeiting. And I go, straight to jail. Straight to jail. You print $100 bills, straight to jail. Straight to jail. You make $5 bills, straight to jail. Straight to jail. Right? I do it. It's counterfeiting. You do it, it's counterfeiting. They do it, it's business as usual. It's a control mechanism. So at some point, if we're going to make America great again, we need to get off of that stupid system. Stop living in debt. Stop living in debt. Stop operating on debt. <clears throat> I have a really uh, shifting gears. Week 5 of 50 Weeks of Preparedness. We've been talking about medical this week. Uh, over-the-counter medicines, prescription medicines, um, individual first aid kits, trauma kits. And uh, today we're going to talk about where's your clinic going to be. Something you should be thinking about. If the world goes to hell in a handbasket, interruption in service, you know what doesn't exist after hurricanes and tornadoes for a period of time at a minimum? Hospitals. There's no ER because there's no triage because there's no higher level of care. The ICU and the NICU stay up and There's no admitting of new patients unless they're absolutely critical. Seen it, done it, lived it. Multiple times on deployment with Grindstone. So where's your clinic? What are you going to do when the balloon goes up for your higher level of care? Okay, somebody got shot, stabbed, blown up. We got a tourniquet on them. We get them off the X. We bring them to insert place and person here and if you're one of those people that thinks you're going to do green-eyed googly boy stuff when the balloon goes up and go fight the tyrannical government because 1776 bro all right who's your doc where's your clinic because what you're talking about is gorilla stuff so where's the auxiliary in the underground you should think about that you should put those uh Building blocks in place now, before you need them. I've got an entire series on Patreon. I think we're up to eight parts now. The clinic on Patreon. Setup, layout, what you need, what you don't need. Desk references, levels of care, levels of personnel, uh, task organization of labor, etc., etc., etc. If you're on Patreon and you haven't seen those, go watch them. If you're not on Patreon... You could get on Patreon and watch them. If you're not on Patreon and don't want to be on Patreon, that's fine too. Just start thinking about what's your higher level of care going to be. And just like everything else we prep, uh, that stuff's consumable. Ah. All Alright, bonus until... From the Bear Nation, intel at bearindependent.com is the email address. These are all quotes. I'm not going to say quote over and over again. Just a heads up for the lightning speed of the federal government in the Midwest. FEMA just now showed up on May 4th, 23rd, for tornadoes that happened on March 31st. Yeah, we take care of our own around here. Other than people missing houses, it's mostly cleaned up and our business as usual in Owen County. Yeah, but they're, they're going to enslave everybody and put them in FEMA camps. Y'all haven't met FEMA, have you? Now, I know there's at least one of you that works for FEMA here. I've talked to you on the phone. You called the refuge store and I happened to be there. And, um, again, there are good people inside of the governmental systems. I understand the holding out to be able to try and be that ray of sunshine in the dark, gloomy storm clouds it is the federal government. But, by and large, man, FEMA can't task org their way out of a wet paper bag. Uh, if you end up in a FEMA camp, it's because you put you in the FEMA camp through poor decision making and poor planning now. Next, I was just at my local Cabela's attempting to purchase a black powder pistol As we all should know, black powder firearms are not legally considered to be firearms, yet I was made to fill out a background check form. The gentleman behind the counter said that they do not turn them into the government, but it's store policy to do a background check for black powder weapons. I got in trouble with the law back in 2015 and received a felony conviction as a result of that incident, so I checked yes on the form that I am a felon. The gentleman read the form and denied my purchase for the firearm. He was very kind about it. But as I see it, this is just another way to further restrict our Second Amendment rights. Well, yeah, I I can see that. Um, Cabela's is a big box store. Uh, You are correct. Black powder firearms are not legally firearms. I also think, being perfectly honest here, if you did your time, right, and that was good enough for the judge, the judge says, hey, you got to do 10 years, and you do 10 years, dude... You should receive all of your rights back when you come back into society again. Like, you're either made whole or you're not. Either you're still a menace to society and you're on the inside, or, nope, you're you're good and they let you back outside and you can vote and you can purchase firearms and you can do all those other things. And let's be absolutely clear, shall not be infringed. I know lots of good people who did stupid shit back in the day. And because of those life decisions in a previous life, right? Uh still haunt them to this day. So I'm a I'm a constitutional literalist. Shall not be infringed. That's literally what it says. Alright, next, dumb phones are still a thing. There are models out there that will work on modern networks. In lieu of a dumb phone, you can use a de-googled phone. There are many models that can run custom ROM like like Calyx is, Lineage OS, etc. These prevent tracking by Google, which is is a serious privacy threat. You can buy SIM cards on eBay and activate them with bogus names and addresses. You must do this on a de-Googled or a new phone. If the Google AI or the carrier does not know who owns the phone, then the metadata that is harvested is useless. Thank you. Next, I live outside a small town in North Florida. An international company, Air Liquide, has a plan just outside of town. The other end of town for me, thankfully. The manufacturer's etching fluids that manufactures etching fluids for circuit boards. There's an explosion at the plant last Thursday. Four people injured, one critical. Do you have a medical kit that's worth a shit at work? Just a question mark. It's Monday. I drove by today on my way there, and somewhere, on my way somewhere, the formatting on this is all jacked up, I drove by today on my way somewhere, and the place was swarming with police. Yes, police. Didn't recognize the cars, but they all said police in large letters on them. At least a dozen police cars, guys in vests, saw no rifles, but lots of kitted up cops. At least a few were wearing vests, but not carrying rifles. It's been four days since what was reported as an industrial accident. Why are there cops? Lots of cops on scene. Um, Because that is critical infrastructure, and there was probably some type of subversion involved, and they're doing an investigation. To be honest, I have zero exposure to modern industrial accidents. Maybe it's normal. No idea, but it struck me as odd. There were also numerous ambulance-type trucks complete with lights, but they were blue and white. That's emergency response. Um, or emergency management no idea who those belong to but not any local EMS groups for sure There's also a really large and really expensive pusher RV that belonged to some agency with deep pockets. Yeah it's Critical incidents probably a command post That thing was really nice. I bet it cost $500,000 or more at least 500 500 grand for one that's been road hard and put away wet you're talking a few million for a new one Anyway, I just found this odd Maybe nothing or maybe it really was an industrial accident after all. Next I'm an emergency I'm an emergency medicine I'm in emergency medicine please proofread when you submit to Intel I'm in emergency medicine uh, no I'm an emergency medicine PA in Arizona gosh dang. My department has informed us there is a critical shortage of IV hydrocortisone and IV solomedrol. These meds are used to treat inflammation, and solomedrol is one of the go-to agents for allergic reactions and strep throat. Fortunately, there are oral alternatives that are just as effective. Next, I work for a manufacturing facility in Northwest Ohio, and we maintain our own semi-trucks in-house. Occasionally, we send out trucks for work on special repairs or if we are really backed up. One of our trucks is a VOMAC dealer, is at a VOMAC dealer, <coughs> and they called us to let us know a steer spindle knuckle is wore out and needs replaced. The dealer cannot get a new one, and they also cannot source one from a scrapyard either. The guy who manages the fleet repairs is having me, I'm the in-house machinist, bore out the knuckle and press in the sleeve. This is not ideal, but we were up against a wall on this. This is not on an ancient semi-truck either. We've noticed other shortages and massive delays on a few other trucks, but that's not my purview, so I'm not typically in the loop on that. And last, I work in a medical industry payroll as an accountant. The state of California has decided to pay out a retention bonus to qualifying medical personnel, doctors, and nurses who stayed on board during the commie cough, an average of $1,500 per person. It's basically an after the fact bribe to medical personnel who bent the knee to the Vax mandates. Thank you for the bonus intel. That's the show for today. If you're one of those people that jumps off when it's time to talk about how to support the show, beat feet, skedaddle, get out of here, have a blessed day. Shalom. For everybody else, Patreon links in the description for all this stuff. Patreon, this morning we did May Q&A Part 2. Five bucks a month, 20 pieces of exclusive content minimum per month on Patreon. That's where all the gold is over on Patreon. So join the Patreon family. It's five bucks a month. It is a preparedness consultancy. You ask the questions, I give the answers in long form video format. So we go a lot deeper on Patreon than we do in YouTube, Q&A, or anywhere else. RefugeMedical.com. Uh, We have a handful of the Origin Western kits left. That's these, which is a survival kit plus trauma first aid made in America guaranteed forever. Refuge medical kits have saved 73 lives to date. And so if you don't want to feel absolutely utterly helpless at a car crash or a workplace accident or an active shooter event or a homestead accident or just the general art of peopling as you're living this life on this blue marble I would strongly suggest you get a competent first aid kit. We have 20 different kits that we offer at Refuge Medical, from literally a boo-boo kit all the way up to a stomp bag, which is a hospital on your back. All of our stuff is HSA and FSA eligible. If you just need to get components, we have a components tab where you can piecemeal piecemeal individual portions for your kit that you're assembling yourself. We do that too. We are... Retailers for North American Rescue and TacMed and Medline and Integrated Medcraft and uh, Pick Your Poison. Um, So we have all the components as well. (sighs) Refuge training. A bunch of y'all have been asking, hey, when are you going to put the Oklahoma classes in the store? they're in the store, please come to class. So check out refugetraining.com. And if you are alumni of Refuge Training and you would like to come to class again, say you took Responder 1 and now you want to take Responder 2 and Responder 3, we got you. Or you want to send your family or other people from your mutual assistance group to class, we got you. Email sales at Refuge Training will get you the alumni promo code and that will get you a significant percentage off of follow-on classes for yourself or your loved ones <clears throat> that's refuge training and of course grindstone ministries online giving you can go to GrindstoneMinistries.com, sign up for the email news blast and then the next time we deploy to a tornado or a hurricane you will receive an op ward so you can come do stuff with us if you pass if you jump through the appropriate hoops and walk through the appropriate gates Because we've had some people who have just tried to participate without first being cleared to come participate, and then they got pissy on the internet. And I'm here to tell you, if you can't follow basic instructions, you can't come to a disaster zone with me. Okay? Okay. GrindstoneMinistries.com. And if you want to donate to Caleb House, which is our restoration ministry for juvenile human trafficking survivors. There is a donate button there at GrindstoneMinistries.com. And of course, there's links to the Caleb House swag, the t-shirts, the long sleeves, the hoodies, our brother Saw's t-shirt, our brother Rex's t-shirt, all of which come from Sanctified Supply Co. So check out Sanctified Supply Co. or follow the links in the description. All of that helps us build Caleb House. That's the show for today. Have an awesome Friday. Have a happy Mother's Day. And uh, I'll see you soon. Bless y'all. Shalom.